0: Hey guys, this is Sina, and you are currently tuned into Excuse Me, a show all about my own personal route to self-discovery, inner peace, and growth, where we will dissect the minute details of everyday life in a palatable, albeit direct, format, snatching wigs and pulling cards, if you will, aimed at any and everybody. Excuse me, excuse me, I don't do this usually me? I beg your pardon? Hello, hello, hello. Um, I have a few updates for you guys, so thanks for tuning in. So, as I stated, I do have a few updates for you guys as to why it took me so long to record a new episode. But the first one is that we just moved into a house, um, literally a three bedroom, one bath house from a one bed, one bath, shoe box of an apartment. And Literally, just as my like cortisol levels began to rise over the bridge of my forehead, everything worked out. Man, that shit is stressful. I hate moving. Um, And so, because of the stress, I fell off again. And I'm not just saying from the podcast. I fell off of working out, meditating, painting, literally everything that I love to do that makes me feel satiated and fulfilled. I threw it all on the back burner because I was freaking the fuck out. But now, everything's all good. Actually, everything's great. And I'm even more excited to share um, that I created a few new segments that I really hope you guys enjoy. Um, Let me know. But for now, we're going to get into it. So the first segment that I would like to introduce as a new segment is really simple. It's just going to be called the theme of the week. Um... Yeah, so this week's theme is change. Now, of course, this is a very broad um, term because change can relate to a lot of things. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk my shit, <laughs> um, and talk about change throughout the pa- podcast, since that's what the the, pod, the podcast. Um, <laughs> I'm going to talk my shit throughout this episode about change and you guys feel free to let me know how you feel about the word change in general and how you plan on evoking your own changes throughout the rest of this week. So what brought me to this theme for this week, um, the theme of change is pretty much from the question of the day um this is an oldie but a goodie and um I wanted to begin the episode with the question of the day so if you don't know what this segment is about it's where I take a random question from my book of 2,000 questions and I simply answer it if you like the question and you want to answer it follow my page on Facebook for discussions that include the questions I answer in my podcast again (laughs) the link is in the bio okay So, let's get into it. The, so question 1489, 1489, was, what still amazes you? Well, um, this is going to sound really cliche and I don't, I don't give a fuck, but (laughs) what still amazes me is the capacity at which anyone, like anyone can grow and better themselves. Um... Like we all have the capacity to do it. And so it's like no matter where you are, no matter what level, quote unquote level you are in life, no matter what headspace you're in, there's always that opportunity to better yourself. Like you may be phenomenal, phenomenal in one aspect, but what about all the others? So there's always something that we can be working on to make ourselves better, to to grow. And I think that that is simply like an amazing thing that we can do. So now that the question of the day is over, I want to introduce you guys to a new segment that I am so excited to introduce. It's it's already my favorite. I hope you guys like it as well. Um, but like many other people, probably just like you, I'm an extremely opinionated person, and. I don't know. My opinion tends to be very different from those around me, and that's why I tend to share it. I like to bump heads every now and then. I like to disagree with people. I hate yes men. Um, I want you to share your ideas with me, and I want to share my ideas with you. And there is a lot of shit that happens in our society that we can either choose to agree or disagree with. But all I'm asking to do here is to vent, which leads me to the name of the podcast. Can I vent, though? Which leads me to the name of this new segment, Can I Vent Though? So today's venting session is going to be based on three different topics. T.I.'s obsession with his daughter, um, because I have a little bit more to add for that. Um, I know a lot of people have been talking about it, but I just want to add my piece in. Um, The movie Harriet, and If There Is Such a Thing as Being Too Woke. So, before I get into these topics, I have to say that my opinion is just that. It's my opinion. Um, We can discuss and share ideas, but unless I feel my position change, which happens a lot because I'm wrong a lot, best believe that I will stick to what I say. So, starting with the King of the South, let me begin by saying that I love T.I. I think he's an excellent rapper. I love his confidence, I love his lyricism. But what I'm not a fan of is his parenting style. When it comes to his daughter, um, I don't know how I feel. No, I know exactly how I feel about a virginity check. I don't like it. There's really there's no health benefit to checking to see if your daughter has her hymen still, which isn't even a great indicator of her virginity. But go off, I guess. And you know, I've had plenty of discussions with folks who believe he has a right to do it as her father. And I still beg to differ. Um, I believe in the idea that though your child came from you, they are not your property. I find his invasion of his daughter's privacy off-putting. And honestly, if anything, you should be building a relationship of trust with your child so that if they decide they want to try something out, they come to you first. This is how I was raised, and this is how I will raise my children. The experiences and lessons that we all learned from is what we should share with our child to help them make educated and thought-out decisions, not following them to their doctor's appointments. How how fucking weird is that? Also, what really really bothers me is talking, apparently. No. (laughs) Also, what really bothers me is the fact that he only does this to his daughter. Like... Question, does the son get a free pass because he can't get pregnant? How are you making sure he isn't getting someone else pregnant? I honestly feel that our society puts so much pressure on young women to be the gatekeepers of sex when really everyone needs to be a gatekeeper of sex. Protect your children by keeping your children informed. Information is power. Knowledge is power. This is is literally the only way to make sure they're safe. At me. Okay, so on to the next. That's all I'm going to say about T.I. Um, you guys can add in and we can talk more about it on the page, but I don't want to keep you guys here too long. But, yeah, on to the next. Let's talk about Harriet the Movie. So when I first heard about it, I was genuinely excited. Of course, I was bummed that it was another slave movie, but it was a slave movie about Harriet Tubman. And literally my mind, I was like, ooh, there are so many ways in which this film could go. And I could not wait. That is until I heard who got the role. Now, hear me out on this because I know it's, it's very split. But I'm not a fan of any other person playing an African-American role that isn't African-American. Um, it bothered me that the same thing happened with the movie Selma um, a few years back. I've still I still haven't seen the movie Selma because of this. And I don't like when our historical figures, the lead roles of these movies, are being cast with black folks from Europe or somewhere else that is in America. And what adds insult to injury for me is the notion that the supporting roles in these movies are cast by African Americans. So you have number one man, a black person from another country, and then number two man, an African American, about an African American story? Like, it just rubs me the wrong way. And it just... To me, it looks like casting directors or whatever they're called, it just looks like we're not good enough to play roles of our own historical figures. And call it what you want, I mean, we can talk about it more, but I'm not a fan. I watched a clip of the producer, Cassie Lemons, who is a black woman, whoop, whoop, you know, all the praise, give her re- and she gave her reasons as to why, and it did make me change my, my mind a little on the subject, Um, She stated something to the effect that she had already that Cynthia Ervio, the woman who played um, Harriet Tubman, had already been chosen for the role. AKA, it wasn't really her decision. Um, She thought that Cynthia had fit the role, and she said that Cynthia shared the same ancestral roots as Harriet by being Nigerian. To her, it was the perfect fit. Cool, I can see that. But what I can't get over is how the lead actress, again, Cynthia Ervio has been known for making slash liking tweets slash comments that not only disrespect black Americans, but also like make fun of African American women, which I'm completely against. Because hashtag respect black women, bitch. What? <laughs> not too long after the movie came out did I start reading reviews and learned about the plot of the movie. I won't spoil it, but I will mention that the movie so showcases a white savior from a black villain. A black villain. I don't know what the heck a villain is. But you guys, I was so excited for this movie. And after learning this, I was even more devastated. Harriet was called Moses. Leading hundreds of slaves to freedom. freedom. And during the Civil War, it was rumored that she acted as a spy for the North. Had the movie explored that theory, I would have been in there like fucking swimwear. However, we got this whitewashed version instead and honestly I'm sad about it but hey you know I hope I hope someone like it there are a lot of my black faves in the movie I haven't watched it yet I need to watch it but I'm just I'm literally taking my time but I hope someone likes it if you do let me know so the last topic that I want to vent about a little bit is is there such thing is there such a thing as being too woke um, also, every time I say woke, because I say it a lot, <laughs> please imagine me making air quotations, because to be woke, um, in case you don't know, it refers to your social awareness. So in short, my answer to this question is yes. Hell yes. We've seen it before. The people who just can't shut up about social justice, who are always making a point to say, hey, that's that. Hey, that's this. Hey, you can't do that. You know the whistleblowers. Um, and I will proudly say that I am said whistleblower. Um, I won't say that I am the most woke, the most correct woke, because there there are some wrong wokes out there. Um, you know, the whatever woke. I'm just a woman with locks who is hip to almost everything there is to be woke to in our society. And... I'm willing to learn more about, you know, everything that goes on in our society. But let me explain why I think there is such a thing as being too woke. Too woke to me is when you're just too woke to enjoy shit. So <laughs> check this out. Um, Me and babe was watching a movie, you know, Netflix and chill type of thing. Um, And it got to the film where we weren't really paying attention to the film. But... Then something on the, I can't tell you what I couldn't tell you what happened on the screen or what I heard, but I snapped out of whatever was going on in real life and started paying attention to what was going on in the movie and it completely threw my mood off um it might have been like a joke or a comment or whatever, but I realized that it was racist or I realized it was racist, and it can be anything, um, sexist, homophobic, etc., but in the middle of fun time, not fun time, because we weren't really into it yet, I'd <laughs> I would stopped, but I had to point it out, like, I literally was like, wait a motherfucking minute, this is, this is da 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 and he's like, really, really, Cena? like, right now, and I'm like, but look, this is fucked up. <laughs> And so, I have a problem, y'all. I send help. I have a problem. This is me. This is bad. But I can't help it. I'm literally stuck in an intense discussion. Because I'm too fucking woke. It's a curse. So, how do you combat this? Help me. Help me. Because I, I just want to point out every fucking thing. And I know it annoys people. But I don't care. Because I can fight. <laughs> So if you guys have something you want to vent about in relation to the topics above, of course, please like and follow the Excuse Me podcast page on Facebook. Oh, also, if you have a topic that you would like for like my opinion on just so we can have a little banter going, please like and follow the Excuse Me podcast page on Facebook. The link again (laughs) is in the bio. So another new segment coming at you. Um, Simply put, in order to heal yourself and to better yourself, you must know yourself. As simple as that. It's easier said than done. But before you can begin making the changes you need to make in order to be your healthiest self, you have to understand what it is about you that you can change. Hence the name of this new segment, Know Thyself, Heal Thyself. So in this segment, I'll share ways in which you can get to know yourself to start the process of healing through my own experiences. So um, to kick off this segment, I want to talk about my fitness journey, which I started around April of 2018. Um, At that time, I was almost or over 200 pounds. I wasn't happy with my energy level. Um, I'm used to running around a lot. And I honestly just was not happy with where I was and who I was becoming. So I started to focus more on myself and I really honed in on the things I wanted to work on each month. So in April, April and June, I worked on straight up weight loss. I I worked in so much cardio, it drove me nuts. But damn it, I was determined and I was committed. I lost all my ass too. Like, <laughs> I don't know if that's part of the process. I, I was devastated. It was devastating. But I learned through that, I learned that being super lean because I had lost, like, I want to say between April and June, I lost 20 to 30 pounds. Um, and I learned that being super lean was not what I wanted. But more power to those who do want that. It's a great look for some. My head is just too damn big. I can't do it. Um, so in May, um, in May the goal was to build my strength up. So I was in the gym for at least an hour and a half, five days out of the week. And I also got my eating habits together through meal prepping. I truly, truly, truly enjoy being in the gym, focused and putting in work. There's literally nothing like it. I'll I be in the zone. Also, if you want to work, with, work out with me, hit me up. Let me know. But what I did not like as much was meal prepping. Number one, I'm just not a fan of leftovers past two days. Once it's been two days, I'm over it. It tastes like it's old. I'm done. And to me, that's all meal prep is planned out and glorified leftovers but i've gotten yelled at saying no you're supposed to plan out your your portions and your calories and your proteins and blah 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 what the fuck ever i'm not with it i'll make sure i get all that shit through the dinners that i make every night which is something i enjoy cooking and i'll cook every night so long as my kitchen is clean and you know i i have enough for making time for the things i want and enjoy so why the fuck not just cook every night, you know? I don't find a problem with that. So yeah, by the end of June, I was down to 150 pounds. Y'all, from April 2018 to June 2018, I had lost 50 pounds. I was doing yoga regularly and I was happy as shit with myself. If it wasn't for the weight loss, um, no, it, it wasn't even because of the weight loss. It was because I had learned what it was I needed to do in order to push and motivate myself. I learned that I didn't need a vivacious body. I wanted a fit and strong body that looked as good in a cocktail dress as it would in a crop top and gym sweats because that that's my vibe. <laughs> I know that my mental is the most important, important part to um, that. So I took care of it through meditation and listening to others who talk about what I would think about. And I slip up sometimes because life happens, um, but I've learned to always find my way back. Fitness was one way in which I learned to know myself, and I am on the path to healing myself through it. So, yeah, if you're interested in my fitness journey, please follow my RejuFit page to where I talk about my messages behind it. (coughs) That link is also in the bio. (coughs) If you haven't, you know, gandered over there yet, you should probably go take a look. (laughs) And so the last segment of this episode will, you know, it's just called A Word to the Wise. It's just some advice that I've received over the years from folks I admire and or a YouTube video I watched. Um, yeah, if I remember who or where I heard it from, I'll mention it. If not, um, I'm just going to pretend like I said it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure gonna. I'm going to not plagiarize your work but if I do say something that you once told me or you say all the time let me know so we can talk about it whatever um so yeah the only thing that I want to give you guys some advice on uh is allow yourself time to become who you are a lot of us are rushing to be what we think we are meant to be when in all actuality we're supposed to be creating who we are meant to be. So I'm still not who I'm meant to be. And I hope I don't find out who I'm supposed to be until I'm like middle age, 50 years old, you know, maybe a little older. Because I think the process of becoming me has been pretty fun. Um, I grew up thinking that I was this detached, agitated and unfriendly person Right up until I graduated from, I want to say, college, I really believed that how I thought and behaved truly was how I was going to be for the remainder of my life because, you guys, this is what we're taught and made to believe. So from, as, from a child up until I graduated from college, I just thought change was something that could not happen because, you know, people make change to be no, people don't make it out to be so difficult. Change is difficult. Trying to be different from how you've been for years is difficult. And it takes so long and progress is so fucking minuscule that you don't even see it. And so we as a society, we've taught ourselves and we've taught each other that change is next to impossible. We don't accept people who are changing. We we take our time trying to make the changes that we need to because we feel, you know, if I'm going to change, it's just going to happen. That's that ain't the truth. <laughs> like, that's not. Um And if you really do want to change, all you have to do is put in the effort. And well, not all you have to do. I mean, you need a little bit of tenacity, some determination And as Sam Cooke saying all those years ago, a change is going to come. It's bound to come. No doubt about it. But yeah, that is my word to the wise. Allow yourself time to become who you are. And don't think just because the next person got it like that, that you have to also get it like that. It's not true. You have your own journey. They're walking in their purpose. Purpose, walk in yours. Simple as that. guys again so much for tuning in and making it through to the end. Please check out my fitness and podcast page that I plugged into the episode a couple of times. I don't know if you missed it, but if you did, the links are in the bio. Um, and yeah, just like and follow if you feel the urge and definitely interact. I'm interested in hearing your thoughts. Just to reiterate, this podcast will have new episodes every week on Tuesday at 7 p.m. Again, thanks so much for listening and I hope you have an even better week ahead with all my love toodaloo! Excuse me excuse me I don't do this excuse me.